Oh, tell me about your father. City Councilling on 95BFM, our weekly chat with the good people of Auckland Council. The Auckland Council has recently released their new Transport Emissions Reduction Plan. This is looking to both increase the reliability of public transport and its sustainable practices over the next eight years. To learn more, I spoke to Shane Henderson on our regular city counselling segment. To learn more about the changes, I first asked him what actions the plan will consist of. Yeah, so basically it's an aspirational goal for our city to um, cut 64% of our transport emissions by 2030. Now, that's only eight years away, so it is a goal that's a fairly... Um, it asks a lot of questions, I think, of Aucklanders and its governance on how we can actually cut our emissions and um, secure a better future for our, our kids, basically. Um I've got some of the detail here, Just I'll just run through it really briefly. Um, making the majority of our local trips, uh, which is under six kilometres, by public transport, cycling or walking, uh, converting 30% of the city's vehicles to electric, uh, a tenfold increase in walking and cycling and a fivefold increase in public transport trips. So that's the kind of goals that we have. Um, but it was pointed out in the debate yesterday, actually, one of the councillors said, look, you know, we've done this before as a city. In the 40s and 50s, we had huge uh, public transport patronage. Uh, that's the kind of thing we've actually got to get back to. The thing, how likely is it that this plan will go ahead when I... There have been many plans in the past where these have been the goals and then they haven't been properly met. Is the council doing anything to make sure that these goals are met for both transport implementation and emissions reduction? Yes, there's a real feeling that uh, council needs to follow this plan closely because, as you say, you know, there is some lack of trust out there with the community sometimes when we make plans and then we don't follow through with them. This is one thing that we absolutely desperately need to do. Um, but at the same time, there is a challenge there for individual leaders and for communities as well. When the changes that need to happen come to a community based on climate change, then I think as city leaders, we've got to step out in front and say, look, this is for the climate, this is for our future. Um, because there's been backlash and all kinds of things around cycleways and those kind of things. In the future, we've got to sort of look at those with a bit more leadership, I think. Will the new plan be enough to curb the ongoing rise of carbon emissions? Well, I think that's the uh, million-dollar question. Um, I think that transport is the main lever that council themselves can pull, and 40% of Auckland's emissions come from transport. Uh, but at the same time, to cut emissions, we can do a bunch of other things as well. And it, one of my favourite examples is I think that council, from a planning perspective, should be encouraging more housing closer to where people live and work, uh, which actually cuts transport entirely out of the equation when people are able to walk to work, right? Um, that's one of the things that we can do, but we've got to look at this the whole total package, and I think the government are doing that very well as well. Another big part of this new plan is that public transport is now publicly owned rather than owned by a private corporation. What does this mean for commuters? Yeah, so basically it allows um, on-demand public transport services and to be able to deliver routes and services that are a bit more flexible, that reflect community needs a little bit more. Because um, we've had a lot of community concern about things like ghost buses and, uh, you know, buses that are far too large for their route. Uh, that's kind of one example there uh, where we might need to step in and make things a little bit easier and change things a little bit. Um, we need to incentivise decarbonisation of the fleet. That's a really important thing. Um, also improving pay and working conditions for drivers because how it relates to commuters is at the moment most days you'll see boards with huge amounts of cancelled services 
obviously COVID's got a lot uh, part to play to that, but at the same time, we're not attracting the amount of drivers that we need. And this is a job that's a pillar of the community. I think we should be really encouraging uh, workers to step up and be bus drivers, and there's a paying working conditions element to that. Um, I think the moves here have been really great to kind of change things there. Are there any other changes that the council is looking to make to improve the reliability of public transport at the moment? Because there's been a lot of plans about the future, but there are a lot of issues that need to be changed around right now in Auckland Transport. Oh, most definitely. Um, It's a really tough conversation to have to say, look, we've got to put on more public transport routes and all those kind of things when the current ones are not being filled. I I appreciate the residents' um, frustration with that kind of thing. But yeah, at the same time, um, we've got to make sure that uh, we're encouraging mode shift from private motor vehicles for people that have those options. I think that's very important. Um, And actually having better environmental and health outcomes, uh, which, you know, over 3,000 people uh, pass away a year through uh, pollution-related deaths. And that's not to mention the deaths and serious injuries on our roads, which are still at unacceptably high levels. So these are really important things that we've got to get our teeth into. How confident are you and the council that these changes will make drivers use public transport more often? And if not, or not 100%, are there any changes that you would be willing to make to help drivers who can take public transport more often? So there's a couple of things there in terms of incentivising people. One of them is the route actually has to be there and it's got to be reliable and frequent. Those are very important things. The other thing is that it's actually got to be affordable for people. Uh, so the house price shares that, we're, that are being put in through by the government at the moment, they've been revolutionary in my opinion. They've been really great uh, on the hard bottom line budget decisions of families, especially ones that live in the outer suburbs like the ones that I represent. That's a really important thing. But the other thing that gives me confidence that actually we can do this is that consistently over many years, the public have submitted over and over to us saying they desperately want us to actually do something about climate. And especially our young people are demanding that. So it doesn't just come from the council, it comes from people that elect the council, I think, ultimately. And those are the changes that need to be made that people really understand. I feel like at the end of every interview, the general moral is just going to be... Listeners should probably vote. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, especially young communities, diverse communities. How is the council looking to improve the current urban planning issues that have put Auckland in the sort of car-driven society that it's currently in that has, in a sense, gotten us into this mess? Yeah, so we have, um, at the moment, we've got consultation open on um, the housing reform package that the government has put in place uh, that council have responded to. Now, this is an awkward situation because I fundamentally disagree with the majority of council uh, on this situation. Uh, But at the same time, you know, I would encourage people to submit on the kind of future that you want Auckland to, to be, that you want to live in. Uh, there are huge urban planning requirements of that because in the last you know, several decades going all the way back, all we've done is continually build outwards and outwards and outwards with urban sprawl that's really expensive to service and really hard, particularly for young people, to get to their work or study. I, I think that we should have a bit of a revolution in urban planning where we're actually encouraging housing close to the central city and close to these uh, employment nodes. Um, but, you know, don't let me put the words in the mouth of the listeners. I think it's really important that you feed back on that situation. That was Shane Henderson on the Transport Emissions Reduction Plan. Have you tried mindfulness? Try mindfulness. City Councilling on 95BFM.